Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au. Losing weight and keeping the weight off. There's a lot of temptations around us that make it a little bit harder, whether it's having your full cream milk coffees every day or indulging in dessert after dinner or driving past all of those fast food drive throughs Mm -hmm. on your way home. And if you do get there, picking the healthier options is always harder because when you've got all this junk food right next to it, it's like, well, maybe I won't get the salad. I'll get the cheeseburger this time round. Well, the UK, the NHS, which Mm. is the equivalent of Medicare, I suppose, here, their public health um, association type thing, has proposed a calorie cap. Now, if given the green light, this would mean that all of the meals uh, served in takeaway distributors would have to be under 951 calories. Wow. I'll let this guy from the UK explain a little bit more. They're trying to um, set up a calorie cap. Or, or on lunches and dinners that you, that you you have as takeouts or you buy when you're out there, even prepared sandwiches. They're, they're trying to sort of keep your calorie intake down, restricting lunches and dinners to 600 calories. Mm. Um, well, we, we'll see. Yeah, in, in fact, there's, there's research uh, j- just come out today mm. that shows that teenagers are eating up to 500 calories right? whilst watching TV at oh, night. Thank you, thank you Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Now, he does mention 600 calories in that clip, but the official yep. number is 951. He was appearing live on a yeah, yeah, like yeah, sure. today style brekkie show. I think he was just a little out of it. <laughs> right. So 951. How did they come to that as an? Why wouldn't they just say 900 or a thousand calories? Look, 951 seems to be awfully exact. If I was in the building, yeah. I would tell you. But when it comes to Domino's or anywhere, almost every single pizza on the list is over 951 wow. calories. Okay. So I guess when like it is going to bring up a few issues for them over there and a few mm. bumps in the mm. road. However, I don't mind this idea. I mean, I'm on the fence about it, though. There's one side of me that goes, you know what? Great. How about we just eliminate this whole issue for people? Meals are going to be less than 951 calories. Mm -hmm. Our fast food outlets are going to have to find ways to produce healthier meals that taste just as good so that we're still buying them. Mm -hmm. But then we're going to be a little bit healthier in the long run and it will take the weight off our hospitals and stuff like that. And the thing is... uh didn't our region recently get uh, voted, not voted, but uh, it, was, it was one of the yeah. fattest? Or? Yeah, South Queensland and the Darling Downs yeah. was named the fattest in Queensland. Yeah. So, yeah, that, it is an issue that's facing all of us. It faces me. I love a bit of junk food, oh, all right? Me too, Hot yeah. chips, yum. Oh. Love them. But yeah, I'm on the fence because, yes, it would be a really convenient mm. option. On the other side of that coin, it's like, Do we really want to stray into a territory where our government is telling us how many calories we can buy in a meal? You Mm. know, that's sort of a dangerous area to go into. How do you feel about it, Hayne? Uh, look, I think it's a great idea. I'm, I've never been one for calorie counting, to be perfectly honest with you. But I guess if we can't work it out ourselves, somebody has to govern that for us so that we don't become one of the fattest nations yeah. in the world. So unfortunately, if we're left to our own devices and it's not working, something has to be done. Yeah, I don't know. 13, 12, 16, I would love to know your thoughts on this one. Should Australia consider a calorie cap like in the UK? So So should our government and our medical system be putting a cap on our takeaway meals and saying all meals have to be under 951 calories? And, of course, that would mean the sacrifice of our large Big Mac meals and our Zinger burgers and stuff like that. Oh, gee, that's tough. (laughs) Tough tough. one, isn't it? 13, (laughs) 12, 16. Chris is on the line. What do you think? 
I reckon it's a bad idea. I reckon the government should go and keep their nose out of it because my weight fluctuates between 85 and 95 kilos. I'm nowhere near a fat person, but I most definitely eat over a thousand calories every meal, three times a day. Yeah, well, so are the meals that you're having, Chris, are you talking like a real good Macca's large meal, something like that, or are you having uh, meals that are over a 1,000 calories but it's like a well-cooked steak with some lots of healthy food on the side? Well, I'll, I'll do both, but if I go yeah. to Macca's, I'll get two large meals at one time just to fill up. Oh, really? I wish I could do that. Yeah, well, here's the other thing. We probably didn't think about this before, but if your meal is capped at 951 calories, what stops you from going? through the drive-through three or four times and then you know you, the cost well yeah it's <laughs> okay there's that probably that would be the thing that would stop if you're people. hungry uh all right well so you definitely think it's a bad idea yeah mate i am i do because as i just said i can go to macca's and i'll sit down and i'll demolish two large meals easily with no problem and i may sometimes look at a third yeah, wow. look, I definitely know what you're saying the there, Chris. Where's the government's right to tell me how much I can eat when I have no weight problem that whatsoever and I don't get out and exercise that much? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Different people have different metabolisms. So, uh, you know, that's that's the thing as well. All right, Chris, thank you for that. We'll move on, though. Uh, we've got Renee on the line as well. What do you think about this uh, calorie cap? Do you think it's something that should be in introduced into Australia? Um, no, I don't. I think the more rules we make for people, the um, less luck we have. I think when you look at things like um, the smoking age and the drinking age, obviously that's not working. So putting on rules doesn't seem to be the solution. I think teaching people the consequences for their actions seem to be the... Um, I reckon that works better because you see people looking in hindsight all the time wishing that they could have changed something and they hadn't, you know, So and they have regrets. Yeah, look, I agree with you there, Renee. It's like there's that one part of it where it's like, yeah, if they take it away, maybe a few people will benefit. Yeah. But then there is also that other side. If we keep putting rules on people, I'm not sure if it's the most positive outcome possible. And I guess that's what the UK will find out if this bill does pass there, is that people may still end up in the same positions anyway and the rules are essentially pointless. If they have the resources to do that in the UK, they have the resources to just give people information. I think that's what they need, education and information, not have things taken off them. All right, well, I think what we should be doing is just sitting back and seeing what happens in the UK. If it passes and, yeah. and it works, then maybe we can adopt it. But if it doesn't, if it's an epic fail, well, it's their problem, not ours. Just like Brexit. <laughs> exactly. Now listen, kids say... You ready, parents? Oh, yeah, I'm ready as I'll ever be. I'm opening up those ear holes of your kids and crawling right in them. I've shrunk myself down to cockroach size. Right. And I'm taking a good look at their brains. Okay, backstory is I've got two kids, Sam, who is eight, Adam, who is six. And on a Thursday, we try and work out what they're on about, basically. Yeah, so, and I just hope that we do this long yeah. enough that eventually they're like 20 and it's all making sense. Yeah, yeah. even when they're 20, we won't be, so it won't no. be making sense. Uh, okay, so... What I thought I'd do last night was sit them down and have a chat to them about the fact that uh, Dad's going to be away for 30 hours this coming weekend because yep. going for the world record attempt on the spin cycle. All right. So I thought we'd, ch- we'd chat about world records and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and this is, well, this is what they said. If you had the chance to be the best in the world at anything, what would it be? Tennis. 
Sammy? Dinosaurs. What's a dinosaur with the weirdest name that you know? Deinonychus. This is the weirdest name, Dibomychus. I'm going to have a go at being in the Guinness Book of World Records. What do you think it's for? Um, riding on a spin bike. If I could be in the record book for anything at all other than riding on a spin bike, what do you think I could be in there for? Being the world's bullest man. <laughs> oh, come on. What about you, Sammy? What could I be in it for? The world's stinkiest farts. So I'm going to be hopefully breaking a record for 30 hours being on a spin bike. What do you think will be the sorest part of my body after 30 hours? Butt. Butt and legs. Do you guys want to wish me luck? No. All right, so no support from my kids at all, as it turns out. Oi, no they're support. onto something with the tennis, though. If yes. you want to be the best in the world at something, pick tennis. It's got a fat paycheck. Yeah, you don't have to share it with other team nah. members. It's a massive win. Besides the team that is your family, boys, so Addy or Sam, if either of you yes. become the number one that's tennis right. player in the world, yes, that's don't right. forget your dad, but also don't forget your dad's co-host. <laughs> and don't forget yeah, me. Right. I would that's love right. some money. Yeah, we would all love some money. That would be very nice. Uh, yes, and it's good that you've got future plans for my kids. Mm-hmm. Tennis star. Well Yum. done. Just uh, like Venus and Serena Williams, Dad. Nah, it's nothing wrong with that Oi. Oi, I'm still into that Oi, I'm still into that that time of week where we ask you to wind back the mental clock think about something that used to be cool and then come clean mm. get on the phone and say Oi, actually I am still into that there's a lot of things that used to be cool hey yeah yeah, yeah. Fast food chains. Mm. That's not uncommon for mm. things to go in and out of fashion. Yeah, when I was younger, yep. Red Rooster was extremely cool. Yep. People loved it. My great-grandma loved it. And we'd always take her stuff. We'd always take her food. She absolutely frothed it. Yeah. Bad news for Red Rooster. Mm. They've entered voluntary admin, and yesterday a whole slew of Queensland locations mm. shut down. So Bundrum, Karamundi, Sunshine mm-hmm. Plaza, Maroochydore, Noosa, another Noosa one, another Morton Bay one, Deception Bay. Yep. All along the coast and some inland. Luckily, mm. most of the South Queensland region's Red Roosters yeah. are safe for the moment, Lovely. but that does not change the fact that the franchise itself is involuntary admin, which is similar to what Dick Smith went into yeah, before right. it closed down. So it's where someone comes in and goes, I'm going to try and help you work on these mm-hmm. money problems. Mm-hmm. And if they don't get sorted out, then all of well, the it, stores will have to close. Yeah, well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, I hope so. Already 100 jobs have been lost just yeah, from these sucks. first few yeah. closures. Yeah. But the thing about Red Rooster is, yes, it did used to be a lot cooler. People used to get around Red Rooster in a way that they don't necessarily now. A very long time ago as well, this may take you back. Take a listen. Do you remember Aussie Sundays and how the chip was worth the wait? Well, Red Rooster does, so they cook it right to make it Sunday every day. Australia, your chicken is ready. Australia, all together now. Ready right now. Australia, your chicken is ready. Red, red, ready, red, red. Now, that's a Red Rooster ad that played no, all really? the way throughout <laughs> yeah. the 80s and part of the 90s mm. as well. So okay. if you're a big fan of Red Rooster back then or when I was young, in the early 2000s, yeah. then you would have some reminiscent feels about that track. Mm. Now, there are currently over 360 Red Rooster stores in Australia, yep. including those that unfortunately shut down. Mm. Red Rooster, it's yep. a big thing, but it's not as big as it once was. Yep. 13, 12, 16. If you're ready to say, Oi, I'm still into that. 
I eat Red Rooster regularly. It's my yep. go-to lunch spot. What yep. are you two on about? We would love to hear from you. 13, 12, 16. Oi, I'm still into Red Rooster. Yeah, give us a call. We've got Pauline on the line. How are you? Not too bad, thanks. You still into Red Rooster? Yeah, it's the only takeaway I get. <gasps> the go. only takeaway that you get. Pauline, what is your go-to order when it comes to Red Rooster? Uh, chick- chicken cheesy nuggets. Chicken, chicken cheesy, cheesy nuggets. nuggets. Can't say that it's on the top of my list, but I do really <laughs> enjoy a Red Rooster large chips with some dipping sauce. And I love yeah. it that with your chicken cheesy uh, nuggets, you are getting dairy in with your fast food. So that's a good thing. Yeah, no, I, the chips, yeah, they're the best. And yeah. as I said, you know, I don't don't really go anywhere else. Mm. What we're saying is that Red Rooster provides the entire food pyramid right yeah, here, right now. Right. I mean, we're going out on a limb for Red Rooster because we're worried about this voluntary admin yeah, that's business. Right. But, all right, well, that's good to hear. The chicken cheesy nuggets, though, I don't know. Will you try them? <laughs> I'd give them a go. <laughs> I'm scared. Why? Yeah, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? All right, so you're heading into Red Rooster today, Pauline, to support them. I might even go and get it for dinner tonight. Oh, yeah, that's what we want to hear. Nice. All right. Good to know that somebody's still getting around Red Rooster. Does the whole family get around Red Rooster with you? Yeah, yeah, definitely, especially the chips. Yeah, the chips are the best chips. I will stand by that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, Pauline, thank you very much for the call. Great to see you. And we did actually have a lot of other calls that uh, that, that came through as well, supporting Red Rooster. Uh, Unfortunately, they dropped off uh, before we could get to them. But thank you for your support. Get into Red Rooster because we don't want them to close down. Yeah, and we swear we're not being paid for this. Just get around them because after you hear that song, the Aussie anthem, the Red Rooster track, it's like, how can you not? Oh, okay. Well, let's play again. All right, right, go on. Remember Aussie Sundays and how the chook was worth the wait. Oh, yeah. Well, Red Rooster does so they cook it right to make it Sunday every day. Australia, your chicken is ready. Australia, ready right now. Australia, your chicken is ready. Red, red, ready, red, red. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff, isn't, isn't it? it? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we were talking about getting skin checks and how important it was to get skin checks yes. and is to get skin checks. You should get a skin check every single year. Yeah, you absolutely should. I, like, I mean, I didn't realise just how important they were before you embarked on this skin mm. check journey yourself, Hey, I had no idea how vital it was to get them. I didn't either, as it turns mm. out, and I left it a long, long time. But we caught up with Dr. Eddie Roos from Co- Cosmetic Elegance Clinics, and, and, and this is what he had to say uh, about the importance of getting skin checks. Skin cancer is uh, the most common cancer in Australia, uh, and one in three people will develop skin cancer. One of the concerns that I have is that I have like some moles that stick out. Are they the ones that are the problem? Usually they're not the ones that have, you know, that, that can cause a problem for you. It's very often, mostly it is the ones that are looking like freckles, mm. and it would be them either losing their structure in them or going away or changing colour and going really, really dark. So that would be must be the main things for you to look out for is the changes in the moles and things like that. So that's where some people actually make the mistake and think well, it's just a, just a freckle that's going darker. So went in for the skin check. There are a couple of issues, a couple of moles, one on my thigh, one on my ankle. They then last week sent a little sample from both of those off to get checked. Mm-hmm. 
uh, to get tested. I got the results yesterday. Right. Now, I'm not going to say the results were great because they weren't, but they weren't really bad either. Well, so, that's good. At least they weren't terrible. Yeah, that's right. So both in both cases, there is an issue, though. It's called a dysplasia uh, and a moderate one at that. So it means that something has to be done because those things could eventually turn into cancerous issues. Okay. So uh, the way they took the sample on the one on my ankle, uh, it means that they basically took the whole thing out. So oh, really? that's fine. That's well, that okay. Works, Don't yeah. have to go back. But what I do have to do is go back for the one in my thigh because it's a lot deeper. Mm. So uh, I, in, in another couple of weeks, are going back in getting the whole thing cut out. So I'll be left with, I, I would assume, a small scar. Yeah. But on the, on the good side, it, it, it's, not, it's not a melanoma or anything like that at this point, so I can move on, and that is the only issue that I have. Do you know at this stage if they're going to put you under or anything like that to cut it out or any no, of the details uh, there? It'll be the same as what uh, happened last time, so I'll get a little needle, uh, <laughs> and then they'll just uh, slice the, the thing out, take a big scoop of it, sew it up, and I'll be fine after yeah. that. So... Uh, I, I, I think this stresses the importance. I left mm-hmm. it a long time to get a skin check. It just stresses the importance of getting a skin check. And the one that the mole that's on my thigh never really saw the sun and still I have an issue with it. So it's very important. Yeah, to... especially when you think about you have gone so long without getting a yeah. check. Yeah. What if this didn't come up, you didn't end up getting a check and that's you right. left it a few years? It's about preventing these skin yeah. cancers yeah. from getting to a point where you can't get them fixed. And I think that's what Dr. Reddy stressed to us as well. It's about getting those regular checks so they can get them early because when it's too late, it really is too late. You know that the love of my life, certainly not Cody Simpson. No. My Apple Watch. Oh, yes. I love my Don't Apple you watch. go on. I gaze at my Apple Watch. Do you and, and just... your Apple Watch have matching tattoos? Because if you don't, you should. I would, but we just spend so much time together. Oh, I love it. Wow. I love my Apple Watch. Yeah. I just look at it and just think, wow, best money ever spent. Uh-huh. However, the purchasing process mm. wasn't easy. Yes. And uh, uh, something really embarrassing happened to me when I went and bought it. Okay. So you may recall mm. at our workplace we had a security guard working at the bottom of the building for a little while. Yes. And she was super friendly, right? Yes. Like friendliest chick ever. Mm. You'd like leave work and she'd be like, see you later. Yeah. And like everybody, awesome. yeah, really yeah. liked her. I've seen her around town since then yeah, yeah, working yeah. as a security guard mm. at other places. Yeah. And every time I see her, I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? Mm. Like, remember me? And literally Every time I say, do you remember me? Because yeah. otherwise this is really weird. Mm. And when I went to go and pick up my Apple Watch, the day was no different. She yeah. was working at an establishment that was selling the Apple Watches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, hey, I was like, hey, how's it going? Like, remember me? Mm. You used to work in our building. She was like, of course. You say that every time I see mm. whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, like move on. I'll go and get this Apple Watch. Yeah. Obviously, when you're forking out the cash for an Apple Watch, you feel cool. Yeah. You're like, here we go. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, spending yeah. all this money. I'm like, yeah, I'm just getting the brand new Apple Watch. Yeah. Day it came out. Don't even worry about it. Like, oh, who cares? Went and got this new Apple Watch. Everything went well. Mm. I was walking out with a bag, yeah. feeling really, really good. And she's like, oi, come over here. And I was like, oh, my God, she's gonna want, she wants to see the Apple yeah, Watch, yeah, yeah. like best friends. Yeah. She goes, you want a stamp? <laughs> this is on the way out of yeah. electronic yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She goes, do you want a stamp? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. heck yeah, I want a stamp. Yeah. Reach out my hand for the stamp, got the Apple Watch on my wrist, this is awesome. <laughs> she stamps my hand and it says paid and the stamp was for my receipt. <laughs> no! <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, and I, I was like, oh my God. And she goes, 
Oh, I meant for your receipt, but what, after she put it on my head. So I look down, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've got a tattoo of my embarrassing moment. Yeah, yeah. Walking to the car and she mm. goes, see you soon. And I was like, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going back. Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.